Hey everybody, this is Shane Chernoff. Welcome back. This is episode two of Quarantine Queries. I hope you guys like this. I'm talking to yoga instructor Serena Coloso from uh, up on Long Island, one of my very close friends and one of uh, the very few people to have seen all 30 major league stadiums. Um, during this conversation, we touch base on a lot of different things. We talk about some 80s movies. And uh, if you catch it on her YouTube channel, she's going to put me to work uh, in some different yoga positions. So um, it's a pretty fun, dynamic conversation, pretty fun, wide-ranging interview. She's uh, got a lot of energy and got a lot of insight, very thoughtful person with a lot of very fun, strong opinions. So without further ado, episode two of Quarantine Queries with my favorite yoga instructor, Serena Coloso. Welcome back. This is the second episode of Quarantine Queries. I am here with my favorite yoga teacher, um, a good friend, uh, somebody that I can talk with for hours at a time, Serena Coloso. She is one half of the Traveling Baseball Babes. You can follow her at uh, Traveling Bee Babes, or um, if you want to follow her yoga page, it is The Yogi Jedi. Is that correct? That is right. <laughs> on, on Instagram. We're going to do something a little bit different. I know the first quarantine queries with my sister, it was uh, very um, not active, just kind of sitting and talking. This, we're in each other's playgrounds right now, and Serena is going to take me through uh, a 15 to 20 minute guided session while I ask her questions. So you have the floor, send us into the first pose, and I'll give you the first question. Okay, why don't you come into Downward Facing Dog? Okay. Do you know what that is? Do you remember what that is? No, you're showing <laughs> I mean, guy, guy, I mean, I'm kind of here. You said that my guy. Okay, so, okay, make sure your hands are shoulder width apart, ball. right? No, what, that's, that's a puppy pose. Remember, we talked about that. Okay. So, hands shoulder width apart. Spread right. your fingers wide. No, where you were was good. So, bring those hands towards me more. Okay. Towards me. There we go. <laughs> Tuck the toes and lift your hips up and back. You're going to look a little bit like a triangle. So, think about, like, what a doggy looks like. Lift your knees off the floor. You've been, you're one of the very few people that I can talk about of being at all 30 of the major league stadiums. <laughs> why don't you tell okay, me what you your favorite one is and, and why, which is the question that you probably get so often as much as I do. Why we did it? Well, what your favorite one is and why. Oh, what my favorite one that doesn't include my home park? It can. It can include my home park. Well, you know, I'm a Yankee fan. So that is church to me is Yankee Stadium. But if we're going to go outside my my hometown, uh, AT&T Park, which I don't even think it's called that anymore in San Francisco. I think it's Oracle, right? It's, I have no idea. These, you know, corporate sponsored names are pretty rough. So why yeah, don't you I'm inhale forward into plank? I've, I've always <laughs> said that that was 1B and Pittsburgh is 1A. Pittsburgh is 1B. Oh, so like you like them so much that you can't even separate them. They're, they're both fantastic. I think I caught, I think I caught um, San Fran on a perfect day. But Pittsburgh, everybody was so friendly. I love that they shut down the bridge before the games. Yeah. There's so many like, different things that I enjoy about it. We actually had a hard – I mean, the stadium itself was beautiful, but we had a bad experience at that stadium. So Tell why me. don't you come into Plank and hold that now? Okay. I feel Tell like – Tell me about your bad experience in Pittsburgh. So it was the same day our game was the same day as the Belmont racetrack, which I, I'm not into horse racing at all. I mean, the only reason I even know about it is because it's local to us. Um, and I, I don't know what was going on, but everyone was hammered. It was like they were giving out free tequila shots somewhere and we could not find what that stand was. <laughs> um, but people were watching the racetrack um, 
like on all the televisions instead of the game. People were vomiting, like they were hammered and just badly behaved. And it just made things really miserable for us. And then it was like a 90 degree day and our seats were completely in the sun. So like being surrounded by jackasses who are drunk and you're not <laughs> and baking in the sun is a really brutal experience. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was lucky enough to go to a, a night game when I was there. Oh, that was probably really cool. We did do oh, a guided man. tour of the stadium and that was awesome. That was great. Like I've never done a, a guided tour. I mean, oh, like, it's great. You have to do it. Like we did it. We started doing it like in the middle of our rain and now we regret it because we should have been doing it from the beginning. <laughs> That's interesting because you think that you wouldn't be able to do something like that in a homestand, but I guess you can if you go. Yeah, you, you just got to get an earlier tour. So why don't you, now you're going to show me how strong you are, right? You're going to lower all the way to the floor as slowly as you can. There you go. <laughs> and then bring your hands right alongside your rib cage. Drop your knees. Yep. And sit your butt back. Okay. That's your child's pose. <laughs> that wasn't like a trick. I wasn't trying to trick you into anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously. I, <laughs> I totally got manipulated into doing that. <laughs> but okay, we, we, we figured it out after um, lab, laboring through it. Was Pittsburgh your worst experience? Like, was oh. there one that was terrible oh, that you wouldn't God. ever go back to? Well, uh, I wouldn't go back to Oakland, but that not because of the experience in Oakland. It just was very, it felt like like watching a ball game in a basement, kind of. Like, it wasn't a good experience, but the fans were lovely. Um, popular opinion, I actually happen to like Oakland for that reason because you you heard me tell the story a few times. I grew up in South Florida going to a Marlins, Marlins games when they were playing baseball in a football stadium. So it felt very at home to me. Empty stands, <laughs> you had the place to yourself, cheap beer. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a, it was kind of um where the where the baseball field is relation to you is a little awkward um and you could kind of see like we went where it was like right in the beginning of the football season so like they were doing like the preseason game so you could see the raiders like their the field had been there like clearly the weekend before so it was like really just took us out of it (laughs) what was your 20 what was your 2020 like because i imagine that if you're anything like me, you're just itching to get out really anywhere. I mean, I, I was watching Korean baseball at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I wasn't watching Korean baseball, um, but I, I never was a big spring training kind of a person because I feel like I'm not actually watching the team that I'll, that is going to be fielded anyway. You get those split squads or, you know, you have your starting lineup, they'll, they'll play for one inning and then you watch these guys that you probably won't even see again. Um, so I never really got into it too much. Um, I did always like check in to see like what the stats were at the end of the game, just to see who was performing how. Um, but this year, Lisa and I had planned on going to at least one of the new stadiums that you know were built after we completed our 30. Um, and we had tickets to opening day, which is a tradition for us. Like I, she comes with me to Yankee Stadium. I go with her to City you Field. You and I had plans to, to meet in Dallas, no? Right. Yeah. So (laughs) like we had things that like that we planned. I mean, she's still like fighting with the Mets for her opening day ticket money back. Um, And they're saying you can use it for another ticket or another game this year. And she's like, how the hell do I know that you're going to even let me in the ballpark this year? Like, 
give me my money back. Right. You know, and it's kind of the same, like with the Yankees, I just went, you know, they sell through Ticketmaster. So I went, I just went after Ticketmaster and got my money back. That's like not going against a team. Like it's a little bit different because Ticketmaster has their policies in place. If a game doesn't happen or an event doesn't happen, you get your money back if you want it. But that was still frustrating. And, you know, we had probably each of us like four games purchased with like these, I like, you know, I, that we were looking forward to going to, and it didn't happen. Like we had um, a Don Mattingly day and we were going to get our Don Mattingly bobblehead. She had like Mr. Matt Wonder Woman night. Like she was all excited. I mean, I know they're bobbleheads, but you know, (laughs) it's little things. (laughs) Send me, send me into something good. And then I'll give you my next follow-up question. All right. Well, you you want something, you know, I'm going to take you is a little bit harder. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So come into Down Dog really briefly. Just hop it forward. Use your hand. You don't have to struggle in vain. (laughs) Now lift your back knee off the ground. Uh Uh-huh. And then reach your arms up into the sky. Both of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's a killer. (laughs) Okay. I need need some leverage to ask you this question, and I'll hold Uh, it. Okay. So do you want to bring the back knee down? Yeah, let's bring the back knee down. Okay. You said we'll bring it. Number one, how did you meet Lisa, the other half of the traveling baseball babes? And number two, like you mentioned a lot of merchandise. Like, do you have a most prized possession from your travels? Um, well, okay, so I met Lisa. She and I worked at the same time. I'm legit sweating, by the way. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but (laughs) um, so Lisa and I met at work. Um, and it was kind of like a funky uh conversation that we had where we both talked about um how much we liked baseball and that she was a Met fan and um I was a Yankee fan and my mom used to have season tickets to the Yankees so we used to go all the time and then now that you know we just we don't go anymore so I don't have anyone to go with and she said you know it's so funny my dad's a huge Met fan but he hates going to games he gets like super paranoid about getting there early and then super paranoid about beating the traffic out and you know it's flushing so you're talking there's traffic constantly so they never make it past the sixth inning and that drives her crazy um and he doesn't like spending money so and everything at the stadium is so expensive so she's like it's more trouble than it's worth you know i'd be willing to go to yankee stadium with you if you would be willing to come to shea stadium with me and i said absolutely let's do it and that's how we started uh-huh. becoming friends so we just started going to games with each other my yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I mean, you guys were big on merchandise. So if you have, if anyone actually ever navigates over to your account, they would see that you guys have all sorts of different hats, um, yes, bobbleheads, yes, yes, yes. all sorts well, of things. Bobbleheads are free giveaways. And that's become a, a, a something that we get a little angry about, actually. <laughs> Everybody loves a good free giveaway, I think. Though. Right, but it's gotten crazy. I don't know if this happens with you guys, but here, people line up two hours to get that free giveaway. And I think it's ludicrous, but then there's that competitive part of me that, well, I want to win. So we go (laughs) so that we can get the stupid free giveaway. Is is there one that we are particularly proud of or like you braved the elements or something? We did, um, we, let me think. It's one, it happened at City Field. For whatever reason, we've been really, really lucky with the Yankee free giveaways. We haven't had issues with them. But we had, um, this kind of started, it was Thor giveaway night, where it was Noah Syndergaarden as Thor as a bobblehead. I wanted to go to that game. I, and I didn't get to, but I did want to. We showed up, 
we tailgated. So we were there early enough to get online, but we didn't know that you had to get online for the stupid free giveaway because it's a free giveaway. Um, and so we, we drank in the parking lot. We met friends. We were like having a great time and we're like, all right, let's get, you know, we want to see first pitch. Let's get going to the gate. And we get there and the line <laughs> is around the entire stadium at every gate. There's not a single gate that's small. And <laughs> Lisa's like, well, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's the line for the bobbleheads. And she was like, mm, what, what? And sure enough, as soon as you get to the gate, they're out, they're done. And she spent the whole game staring right, right, right. at people to make sure to see if they left one behind because she was going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> she was so angry. And she goes, I don't even care about Marvel. Yeah, I don't you care about the Avengers or who Thor is. But now I want that bobblehead. <laughs> You got there early enough to get it, but uh, right, but but we did. The last it. piece of the puzzle wasn't in place. You had to line up. Exactly. Bit. So now it's created this like weird, strange anxiety of freaking ways. Are that, we going to get it? Uh, now we need to have it. Like it's right. just abs and it's junk. It's junk. It's free. It's garbage. <laughs> but we want. It. <laughs> so how about you lift up your back knee for me? Okay. And step into plank. I was getting, let me, let me reset the show before I do that. Serena okay. Coloso, one half of the traveling baseball babes. You can also follow her at Yogi Jedi, my favorite yoga teacher. Uh, what do you got for me? What's next? Step into plank. Lift your back knee and step into plank. Good. Shift forward for me and lower as slowly as you possibly can to the floor. Nice. And then exhale, push your butt back to your heels. Take a child's pose. <laughs> you know, as a yoga teacher, I'm curious, like this year probably has affected you more than most because you would think that a lot of your classes are close quarters, a lot of people, like what is the biggest challenge that, that you, is this the biggest challenge you face in your career yoga wise? Yeah, it's difficult to teach online, uh, um, you know, especially with like Zoom or even, you know, I do Google Meets for my Monday night class. Um, you know, when you have one person in front of you, it's really easy to see what that one person is doing. Um, when you have 10 people and the boxes are itty bitty, it's really hard to see what they're doing. And um, I kind of take pride in the fact that I want to keep my students safe and that they're in safe alignment and no one's going to hurt themselves in my class. So I, I make it a point to make sure that I'm looking at what they're doing when they're on the screen. But, you know, it's not the same as being in person with them. I mean, do you still enjoy it? Because I think there's, there's like an element of you. I think you... From what I know about you, you've always kind of been an athlete, so it's kind of a way to parlay your um, love for physical activity into like also a way to help people. It is a little bit more challenging in this scenario, only because when I teach in person, I don't do a lot of demonstrating. I was because say, I might just grab me and fix me at that point. What? That? Yeah. So I spend more time physically in class walking around and making sure people are safe and that they're doing, if they don't get it, that's when I start demonstrating. But for the most part, I use my words. They know what I'm asking them to do. And then me, my job is not to do a yoga class. Like I, that's not the point of me being there. My point is to teach you yoga and to make sure you're safe. Digitally, it's very different. I'm not in the room. I can't touch anybody. I can't walk around and really look at you guys. So I find that I'm doing 
probably 80% of my class. And I didn't know how hard of a class I taught <laughs> until I actually did it and then tried to talk during all the poses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost, almost like trying to give an interview during it. You know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you asked interview. for that. I did not, I said we could do stretching and you said you wanted to do yoga. Mm -hmm. Especially when the interviewer has no idea what the heck he's doing. But I uh, see that. <laughs> well, that's because he doesn't listen. Yeah. And I, don't go, and, I, and I don't go to class, unfortunately. I think, I, I think this has uh, changed that a little bit. But, um, I mean, are you, are you hopeful about this year that at some point you're, you will be yeah. able to get back in and Definitely. teach in again? Definitely. I, I'm really, you know, at the gym I work at, um, I teach in person. And it's really nice to be in the room with people again. But I, I, they can only put seven people in there. And it's really hard. And I'm not allowed to walk around and touch anybody. So I'm looking forward to when we can get as normal as possible. And, but doing it safely and making sure everyone feels comfortable. All right. I'm starting to run out of gas. So, <laughs> so you want to take stretching? <laughs> we, we, can, we can go into a stretch. Um, and then uh, I'll ask you a couple more questions before I get you out of here. Okay. <laughs> so why don't you sit on your butt? Okay. That's easy enough. <laughs> and you're going to straighten your left leg in front of you. Good. And now, well, not that much, just right pointing right at your left leg. So one hand should be on each side of the, of the leg. Good. Now I want you to sit up tall. Now, can you keep how tall you are and start to walk your fingertips forward? Just Go as far as you can without rounding your back. Okay. That's about my limit here. Okay, then that's your limit, and that's All it. All right, so we're, so we're going to keep it here. One thing that you give me a hard time about, you give me shit about all the time, is I'm basically a 30-year-old, I'm basically a 40-year-old in a 30-year-old's body. That's and right. You and, and you and I get along because of our deep admiration for, for 80s movies. <laughs> that's um, right. Is there a particular, like, do you get the, because you're a fan of baseball and you're, and you're a fan of 80s movies, do you feel that, like, visceral joy whenever... Uh, major leagues on TV like my, I do, or am I just a psycho? No, I love that movie. It's my favorite baseball movie, which is probably embarrassing to say that because everyone says, oh, my favorite baseball movie is Field of Dreams or, you know, no. The Natural. And I'm like, no, not me. I like the really trashy major league movie. <laughs> it, it's funny because I think people say, people also mention Bull Durham because like. I love that movie. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it's not bad. Um, it's I not, I don't like it as much as major league, but that is very, that's like my number two, but very close to number I mean, one. It's, it's right there. The consensus, very solid baseball <laughs> movie. And I think if, if they've asked major leaguers and they say that like Bull Durham is probably the closest of what it is to be like in, in the actual minor leagues. Right. Man, our, our theory that the actors in Platoon, they, they went MIA and then uh, decided that uh, there was a <laughs> we're gonna do this team that comedy. needed players. So they decided <laughs> to join the Cleveland Indians. That's right. <laughs> and I just, I love all the movies so much, like Predator. Um, I know it's not really an 80s movie, but like Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. But like, do you that's think not Die from Hard the 80s, movie? you don't think? Hmm? Is Die Hard not from the 80s? I thought Die Hard was like 91, 92. Bruce Willis had hair in the 90s? Very, very early night. By the time he went on Friends, I think he still had hair. And that was like huh. 95 or 96. Wow. Okay. Well, that is our Christmas movie here. On Christmas Day, we watch Die Hard. Mm -hmm. As, opening as presents. As you should. This year was the first year that I actually like didn't get around to it. And I don't know. You know it really, really wasn't Christmas, was it? 
I think maybe I was just caught up watching episodes of uh, of Parks and Rec while I did my laundry. Who who knows? It, it, I think it was a weird year for everybody. Suffice it was a weird year period for everyone. <laughs> suffice it to say. Um, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Like, or is there anything that you're like looking to change in your classes, or just trying to keep um, things as much status quo as possible? Because you know, I think we need a little bit of normalcy in these times. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the whole resolution thing for New Year's. Um, I feel like if you want to make a change, you shouldn't have to wait for January 1st to do that. You should just do it. Um, and if you do want to make a change, it should be for you. It should not be because you were, say, watching a TV commercial or read a magazine that you should, you know, get abs in six weeks kind of a thing. <laughs> like, I, I, it's just kind of like bullshit to me. Um, you know, if you want nice abs because it makes you feel good, then yeah, maybe you work on that. But I don't think you need a resolution to do that. Um, I think, you know, if you are unhappy about something, you can make a change. But I don't think it should come at the risk of kind of hating yourself in order to get there. So I don't think that's like a healthy attitude. And we can switch sides if you would like. <laughs> Two more things before I get you out of here. I'm going to give you the floor. You can show off. Before we went on air, you told me that uh, you are four for four in your NFL playoff picks right now. That's right. I'm sure you're picking straight up. You're not picking against the spread. But I think right. everybody wants to know, like, uh, what are you doing? Are you sacrificing a live chicken like Pedro Serrano? Before, uh, <laughs> no, but I had to ALCS sacrifice my morals to pick one of my picks. Because <laughs> I, I hate Ben Roethlisberger, but I picked the Steelers. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Who are they playing today? I legit have no idea. Uh, the Browns. Oh, man. That's, you know, that's going to be a good game. And that, that's the one game that I actually dithered over because I was like, I don't know. I don't know. The Browns have been hot and the Steelers haven't. But I went with that jackass anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl is down here in Tampa. I want, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to get you on record. Um, what is your pick to win the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. Yeah, you know, I can't, I can't. I, I would it. like it to be, honestly, I think I would like Drew Brees to get something on the way out, but I don't think it's going to be. I think the Chiefs are too much of, of an offensive force. They have yeah. a mean, young he, quarterback with yeah, insanely talented skilled players, and I, I'm with you. I can't even argue. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Giants almost fell ass backwards in the playoffs, and you and I were keeping an eye on our TVs. That's on, right. <laughs> on, I'm almost Sunday, happy but. they didn't win, honestly. I, I be, or rather, the Eagles like didn't do what they were supposed to because I just think nobody in that conference has been playing well. Although you know Washington did give the Bucks like a fight there, so that was kind of cool to see. Um, I just think the Giants would have been embarrassed, and then I would have just been I would have been happy for them to play Tampa and not Grady <laughs> at the playoffs for a third time. But I don't think they would have done it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You would have had to put the streak online. One more thing before I get you out of here. We ask it about all our business on top guests. Serena Colosa, what's your Taco Bell order? Uh, I like the cheesy gordita crunches. They only exist. Without, I know they don't exist anymore, do they? The cheesy gordita? No, it still does. They, they do? They still have it? I think so. I, I would be shocked if they got rid of that. Because that's my favorite thing in the whole world. And then I always get, because I'm a disgusting pig, um, I'll oh, add no, also no. three crunchy tacos to that order because the Ooh. cheesy gordita crunches are apparently not enough. <laughs> we love the way you think. We love the way you do yoga. We love the way that you have been to all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums, one half of the traveling baseball base. <laughs> Serena Coloso, thanks so much for being on Quarantine Queries with me. I'll, uh, we'll catch up soon, okay? Don't be a stranger. <laughs> Bye.